This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome to a new edition of the Cardscast, week three edition of the Cardscast. Can you believe it? We're into week three of the college football season. I'm Cardinal Authority senior writer Michael McCammon, and Louisville enters week three on a bit of an uptick as the 2014 win over Central Florida last Friday night you know, helped calm some nerves and now has many wondering if some of that preseason talk we heard about the defense, you know, was it more on point than we thought after the Syracuse game? Offense, offensively. Still got some work to do. 20 points is better than seven, so that's that, that's a nice forward step. But let's get to the offense in a moment. More importantly, at least for that game, how about Ryan Brown's defense? I mean, we've talked about it on the message boards. It's throughout the game. It was just like one, you know, series after series. Hats off the defense, half off the de- defense, defense. Brian Brown's making me eat some crow. Whatever you know, the responses were throughout the game, whether you were on the, the live game thread at Cardinal Authority or enjoying it in your, your den or if you were in Orlando, whatever the case may be, in your favorite watering hole, you were probably eating your words from the week before. I mean, that defense played unbelievable. For the most part, after the first couple of series, it looked like Central Florida might score 40 by halftime. But the fourth-year defensive coordinator, Brian Brown, stepped into a huge, obviously no questions about it, significant rebuild job when he came to Louisville with Scott Satterfield. And that process is well-documented, had many struggles. It's had some big plays. Let's think of that back to Central Florida last year. Jalen Alderman's pick six to win the game. There's been exciting moments, but it's certainly had its struggles. You can't help but think of the bowl game last year, an Air Force team that never hardly ever throws the ball, just throwing at will against the Louisville, very decimated secondary at the time. So, I mean, many were calling for Brown, Brian Brown to lose his job last season. After the Syracuse game, that seemed, that number just seemed to grow. You know, there, there, was, there were some things said. And so there was a lot of people, I'll throw myself in there as well, that, you know, were eating a bit of crow with how well that defense played. I mean, think about it. Let's let's continue on. And, and we, yes, we, I'm including all of us. Well, at least all of us outside of the Howard Schnellberger complex had serious questions about the defense after seeing so many missed tackles in the opener. Before that opener, Brian Brown was talking high about this defense, added a lot through the transfer portal. There was reasons to get excited. I mean, on, on paper, it looked like, okay, I can see where this defense, because of the additions to the transfer portal, as well as on the coaching staff, I could see where 
things could get better. It's a more veteran group. They're adding guys with with quality experience. I could see the potential there. We all were talking about it. Brian Brown spoke highly of it. Said this is he had more confidence in this year's group than he's ever had since he's been at U of L. Believes his his group of players feel the same way about themselves. A high level of confidence about the defense. And then obviously they came out and you know as as I mentioned saw many 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 missed tackles in the opener. On last Friday night, defense saved the day, at least on Friday night. Think about it. 10 straight stops. Seriously, 10 straight possessions for our Central Florida offense that after the first few possessions looked like they were going to move the ball at will and how Syracuse pretty much moved the ball at will. But not after the first couple series in the bounce house. It was aggressive play, game time adjustments, all of it. Well done. Now the defense just, just needs to go out and do it again this Friday night, right? So with the win, UVL has improved to 7-5 and five versus non-conference opponents during the Scott Satterfield era. Okay. That's also four straight wins against Florida schools. So count with me. UCF last Friday, last season, UCF and Florida State, and then in 2020, also Florida State. So University of Louisville is now looking for five straight wins against teams from the Sunshine State with Florida State coming into Cardinal Stadium for the program's home opener on Friday night. It's red out, by the way. So, with this Louisville offense, play better against UCF, as I mentioned, slightly. They gained 87 more yards of offense compared to week one. Still, need to cut out some penalties, need to get a bit more creative, improve improve uh, production in the passing game, get better in the red zone, yada, yada, yada. Still, it was a, it was a step forward. The biggest difference for that step forward was, of course, Malik Cunningham. We saw more of what we come to expect from Malik Cunningham during his career at Louisville against UCF than we did in Syracuse, which is obviously his ability to create big gains with his legs. Against Central Florida, 17 rush, 121 yards, and a touchdown. He also threw, completed 14 of 29 passes for 190, 195 yards. He's had better days throwing the ball, but still, his strength is when he's doing both effectively ground and through the air. And again, that's what we saw against Central Florida. Scott Satterfield admitted admitted uh, that the notable change was a result of his game planning. You have, you probably heard him talk about it following the Syracuse, or excuse me, following the win over Central Florida. This, the game planning in Syracuse, Syracuse was to have Cunningham remain in the pocket as they, you know, following the humbling loss and as the team prepped for UCF, the decision was was obvious. Let Malik be Malik. Satterfield was asked about the difference in Cunningham between game one and game two following Friday night's win. Well, I, you know, I'll, I'll take the blame on that. I think the first game, you know, we didn't we didn't let him play his game enough. And I think tonight we did. Um, you know, and I, we, we'll go back and you watch the Central Park from last year. I think he had 99 yards rushing last year against him and played really well. And you know, this week we're like, Malik, you know, we're going to have to ride you. He, coach, that's what I want, you know. And so it was a lot for him to put it on his shoulder. Every time we come to the sideline, Coach, I got it, let's go. And um, he runs hard, he played tough, um, you know, and I thought, I thought you know, he was a difference as far as just the tough, gritty yards that we needed to get. And then, you know, tremendous run on the touchdown, the long touchdown run down the left sideline. So We'll hear from Scott Satterfield along with defensive coordinator Brian Brown and offensive coordinator Lance Taylor on Tuesday afternoon. On Monday afternoon, Florida State head coach Mark Norvell was asked about Cunningham and the Louisville offense. 
Yeah, I mean, he's such an electric player. He's, I mean, he has got a great arm. He can push the ball down the field. Very accurate in uh, in the vertical passing game. Um, you know what he does with his feet. I mean, there's there's few people out there that can do that. And he's played he's played so much. He's tough. You know, he does. You, know, you see times where he gets uh, he takes a lot of contact. And there's times that you know you just see him you know just pop right up. And uh, I think that speaks to, to who he is, the competitor that he is. But uh, you know, he's, a, he's just a very dynamic football player you know, with his arm and, and obviously with his legs. Beyond him on offense, what else sticks out about Louisville? You know, I mean, you see you see their skill position, uh, you know, some some new faces there, the guys that uh, uh, you know, have good ball skills, guys. I mean, the tight end is, is a you – know, we've, we've seen him before. I mean, he's a really good football player and what he does in the run game, what he does in the, in the, pass, in, in the passing game. Um, you know, running backs, very capable, hard runners. Uh, you know, they, they've got a very experienced offensive line that's returning that, uh, you know, they, they are really good at what they do within their schemes. Uh, big outside zone, naked, I mean, play action shots. And, I mean, these guys, they, they run it well. And you know, they've had a few missed opportunities here early in the year, but uh, – you know, it's, uh, it's an offense that's very dangerous. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So, yeah, another big game between Louisville and Florida State. This Friday night, again, it's a red out. Be there. I mean, what a big game on so many levels. Of course, the implications in the ACC Atlantic Division race, but, you know, it's another huge opportunity, another clear measuring stick for this Louisville team. Florida State feeling pretty good about themselves. Just had that huge, exciting win at LSU, 2-0 on the season. As noted earlier on Monday, the ESPN Football Power Index has shifted in the series between Louisville and Florida State. In its initial projections, in its preseason projection, they had Louisville at forecast as a winner, just slightly better than 50%, but had Louisville as the winner that now FPI has the Seminoles as a 54.9% projected win rate. That that ESPN FPI, which had Louisville, I think, at 7-5 in their preseason, dipped down to 5-7 and seven after the Syracuse loss, now has Louisville at 6-6, six and six, projected to finish the 2022 uh, season at 6-6 six and six overall. Personally, I had the Cardinals at 7-5 in my preseason picks, which included a 1-1 one one start, but... To be honest, I'm full disclosure, I had the, the team winning at Syracuse and losing at Central Florida. So take it for what it is. But I had them, had them at 101 at this point, finishing at 7-5. But also did not expect to see a Louisville offense struggling. So while I have, may have had them at 101, it's not how I thought and imagined they would be at 101. So this Florida State game is going to tell us a lot about how consistent can this defense be and can this offense continue to pick up steam and let Malik be Malik, get more guys involved, excited what we're seeing from Tyon Evans, need to get Marshawn Ford. Obviously, T. Huddy is doing some big things. There's a number of weapons that could go on on offense. Need to get more of them involved and let Malik be Malik. So we'll have uh, plenty of content previewing the game throughout the week, including five things of note, 
video reaction and more from Tuesday's coaches press conference. So keep clicking at Cardinal Authority and keep out for our game day version of the Cardscast on Friday. I'm senior writer Michael McCammon, and this has been the Cardscast. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Haley Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.